0: Hey guys, it's your girl, Booney, and you're listening to episode 83 of the Booney Breakdown podcast, the podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever going to break it down. Your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Hey guys, <laughs> it's season five. It's here. I feel like I've been advertised in January 21st, 2019 for a long fucking time. But we're here. This is the first episode of season five, and I'm so excited to be back with new weekly episodes, okay? I'm starting off my season with my homegirls, Chrissy and Sheikah. You know, we have a good girlfriend, Kiki. Uh, It's been a while since they've been on the podcast, and so we chat about what they want out of this new year. What are we looking forward to in 2019 and how we each plan to make this our best year yet? The conversation gets a little heavy at times, <laughs> but I promise you it's not a lot of fucking talk about the fucking molester Robert Kelly because I feel like that's all the podcast game is talking about right now. But we also we lighten up for a brief period and we each hop into our respective standums and we debate who's going to drop an album first, Rihanna or Beyonce. So stick around for that conversation. OK, but right now we're going to hop into Boonie's pick of the week. And uh, this week, it's a person. And, you know, I never thought that in 2019, shit, let alone any time on the podcast, that I would be making Soldier Boy <laughs> my pick of the week. It started with the amazing, and yes, I say amazing because I watched it, uh, his amazing interview on The Breakfast Club. And even though he had the crackheadish tendencies of your 45 year old uncle, he was telling some truth. As I'm watching it, I was Googling some of the things he said. Like, I'm like, that mudslide shit wasn't true. Googled it, it was true. So, yes, the delivery came off wonky, but the shit was true. But just like the internet and in true internet fashion, the memes have been fucking gold, okay? And then so much so that I had my girls conference um, this past Saturday and I needed to calm the nerves and get hype. And I was like, you know what? Let me turn on Soldier Boy. And I hop up out the bed, turn my swag on. Yo, that was my shit. So we can't hate because in his height, he had a few little club bangers there. <laughs> so I say carry your Soldier Boy. Um that soldier boy swag and that what's the word i'm trying to look for but just that needs to be your antics your mood for all of 2019 but i never in life thought i would be picking him as a pick of the week but here we are (laughs) all right housekeeping um you guys know we're gearing up if you listen to episode 82 which was the season five trailer episode you know that i announced that I will be joining and I'll be inviting the homeboy, my partner and Ratchet, Brian on for our now annual Valentine's Day special on the podcast. So again, we need your questions. I got two really good questions. I want to shout out the one person, Grace, because girl, that question you sent to me, can't wait to answer it. So I'll probably answer it on the episode with Brian because I think his advice to you, don't take his, just take mine. <laughs> so again, send your questions in. You can send a voicemail in if you just do a voice memo and email it to the booniebreakdown.com. No, the at gmail.com. Uh you can just shoot a regular email to that same email address. You can head on over to the and hit the contact form. You can send me a DM on Twitter. You can send me a DM on uh Instagram or a message on Facebook. Any way that you can get your questions to me, I will take them. Okay. Also, my first event for 2019. I'm really excited about it. You know, the meme was going around on the internet about uh this year being the 20th anniversary of the classic uh back that ass up. You know, you know when it's, we got to do it for the 99 and the 2000, okay? I cannot believe that song is 20 years old. When I saw it, I googled it. It did. It dropped February 24th, 2000. No, 1999. I'm sorry about was say 2009. I'm looking at the flyer. <laughs> but on February twenty fourth, 2019, I will be hosting a Back That Ass Up Twerk and Sexy Dance class. Okay? So you can grab your tickets. The link is in the show notes. You can head over to my Instagram page. Um, but you can head. Tickets are only $22. So come out. Shake your ass. Get some knee pads, some heels, some sneakers, whatever you want to do. But we're going to be twerking for the 9-9 into the 2000. Also, selling boonies ratchet box of love thank you for people who've already pre-ordered those pre-orders are available if you want it in time for valentine's day you will need to order that before the first week in february so i'm really excited for that first event um like i said when it comes time to drop information for the live podcast shows for 2019 of course i will let you guys know i will never keep you in the dark never keep you waiting again make sure you follow us on all social media instagram at The Boonie Breakdown. Facebook, at The Boonie Breakdown. Twitter, just at Boonie Breakdown, okay? Um, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. And I do a lot of fun stuff, especially on Instagram. That's the social media I'm the most active on. So please, please, please go ahead and click that follow button. And I love it when you share the episode, when you tweet about something that you saw. Just make sure you use the hashtag The Boonie Breakdown, the hashtag PODIN, P-O-D-I-N. And I will always try to respond to you when you share it. So that is it, guys. I'm so excited for season five. We have some really dope guests. So if you wanted to get some more teasers, taste of who's coming up, go back and listen to episode 82, the season five trailer. I say some things in there. So I'm really excited for this episode. I'm excited for this season. So let's get ready to break it down. Oh all right guys it's our first episode in season five so i had to start it out with some girl talk and have my girls chrissy and Sheikah back on the podcast what's up y'all hey it's been a long fucking time (laughs) oh my gosh i'm really trying to think it has to be like october probably october
1: Probably I was gonna be dramatic and say six months, but I'm typically dramatic like that. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like six months. I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> Chrissy, we missed you in Amsterdam.
2: Oh, listen, I I have to make the next trip <laughs> and I have to make the next boonie live.
0: Yes. Absolutely, yes. Yes, yes. I um we had a Fantastic time, as you guys all heard in the episode. Was that episode eighty, <laughs> which was fun? Um, yeah, it was my first time traveling with Sheikah. She was cool. I, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> I had a, look look. Don't don't. She was cool. Now I'm
1: that. I'm kind of like very adaptable, like that. Like I've been on vacation with people I don't know and stuff like that, and it always works out. And I will say, we had a grand old time, like not a snag, you know, except for yeah. Peppers. Trying to bring it to my accounts, which I don't know what's going on with like security because <laughs> I'm Listen. tired of being hacked. I have been hacked. Um, they were definitely trying to swipe my credit cards. Like when I came home, there was a package at my house and I was like, well, who, what the fuck did I order with my dumb ass? And then I decided to look at my credit card because I hadn't even been using my credit card like that. And I saw <laughs> it was like 600 fucking dollars for oh my god oh my god <laughs> and I think whatever they tested like whatever they ordered the first thing they ordered from Amazon they didn't change the address so it came to me and Uh, um, American Express gave me all my money back but yeah so they sent that shit to like Seattle I don't know they were doing like digital downloads for $60 $150 saying I was like
0: yo and that's crazy somebody else I know just hit me up today and was like girl why they got my card I missed the little small purchase Mm -hmm. and they got got her for like 300 bucks mm-hmm. yeah when we were in
1: iceland they tried to get my pnc but pnc does not play fucking games they did not let it go through and they just automatically like canceled my card mm-hmm. um because they had been calling me and i think we were like in the blue lagoon or some shit and they called oh, me yeah. like what i was like wait what do you mean yeah so i mean besides that you know <laughs>
0: it was it was amazing <laughs> time so everything's going well on your end chrissy
2: yes 2019 is off to a great start. I um, had a family therapy session during Christmas. That oh. I, so I, I love my therapist. Like she came because she has family in South Carolina that she was seeing to, and still drove about almost two hours to come do the session with me. Oh
0: my, my god! It has
2: been pivotal and breakthroughs not only for me, but in the communication dynamics of my family. Like we still got work to do, but it was a really good start. Um, I am down. What fifty eight pounds since ben, come on. I got How fifty more to go. Um, I am dating again and decent prospects. So, you know, twenty nineteen is looking great. Work is amazing, still crazy as hell, busy year because I have a year long series of anniversary activities in progress, wow. but at least it's in progress instead of in planning. So, 2019 don't owe me shit. It's gonna be an amazing year. I'm gonna be big fine. I'm gonna get booed up, and I'm gonna get this back. Come on now. Okay, those, right. those
0: similarly aligned to my goals for 2019. <laughs> yeah, um, I too I have those goals.
1: Um, yeah, I don't. I, my year didn't start off so nicely, but. Uh, I'm hopeful. I'm still hopeful. I'm I, and I I'm glad I have at least that. I'm really not into the holidays anymore. You know, I don't enjoy it as much. I have some family dynamics that to me to get sorted out and I've just gotten to the point where it's just like, "Hey guys, I think you all know me by now. I'm not the one to fake it." You know <laughs> what I mean? I don't do it well, so either we will discuss or I won't be around and that's just, you know, what it is. Um, But we did have some breakthroughs. uh, I think I noticed me and my dad have like a, a different relationship now. My dad was one of those dads that was around, but like not there. You know, not present. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I found that he when he and I have conversations about things, I notice his guard is like that, like he be cussing and shit, like we homies. But I I we have a different relationship and him being able to feel comfortable, I think expressing with me because he's not that expressive. uh I appreciate that, and that's something that's new. So yeah, I'm hoping we can like work through some of those issues. That's and, awesome. And all around, but yeah, uh 2019 like the end and the beginning was shaky, I ain't going to lie, but um I I'm feeling better as of now. And it's only <laughs> we're, Look, we're only a month in, so it didn't it didn't take me that long to get out my rut, but Good. going in it was like who child, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm like already. Yeah, 2019 is is looking up for me. Um, I said, you know, 2018 was a bomb ass year. And I hope that 2019 turns out to be everything that I'm working for. Um Boo and I made it a year. Yes. Crazy. (laughs) Um yeah, some good shit's about to happen with the boonie breakdown, which I'm excited about. And so, yeah. I need to get on I need to get like Chrissy and get this fitness shit kicked into high gear. It's funny because boo works out every day, and so I've been going to therapy, I started back up therapy. I told the podcast that and <coughs> and my therapist was like, "Yo, you're so ready for all of this shit." And you're so ready that the <laughs> universe was like, "Oh, bitch, you think you're ready? All right, here." And yes, my therapist cussed at me, which is why we're the perfect match. Um, and so she was like, "You think? All right, the universe is testing you." And so my homework over the next couple of weeks is um, learning how to be vulnerable and accept love the way people are are choosing to love like how they are showing me their love right which is hard for me for especially like with um the relationship I have with my father and sometimes with those blocks from that shit translate into relationships and so um one of my homework assignments is I have to work out with boo
2: Oh girl, because oh, he nah, works out
0: every day and so she was like the two things you told me you wanted to do like she goes you your overall theme is you want to lose the weight and not just physical weight but like everything that holds me down and she was like and bam you just sat here and told me you got somebody you fucking that works out every day uh-huh. and she's like uh <laughs> connect the dots oh, let's God. go so I did. I asked him. <laughs> I'm about oh. to get my Sheila on. Why did I get married on, bitches? No, I'm not, not mad. But the,
2: the diet is also the biggest component. So workout, yes. Yeah,
0: I need to do the yeah, food, which too. is right now. You know, since I have all the time in the world, I'm able to cook, and I'm I'm not out of the house a lot, so it's forcing me to like cook and not order out. Just grab something while I'm on the go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I'm, I'm do- about
1: to. Oh, Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, yeah, I think I'm about to roll my diet back in. I cook more now because uh, it's kind of therapeutic for me. And I just, it's something I I made a goal to do more of, try new things, new recipes, mm-hmm. just something different. Um, But with experimentation, it's not always, you know, like the protein and vegetable are like no carbs. So, I, which is how I used to eat a lot. It's like no carbs really and stuff like that. So I'm about to kind of get back on that track too because like I'll work out but my my appetite is normally like a lot where my stress comes in at. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a stress eater. I'm the opposite. So, like, I'll eat once a day, and then it's just, like, well, yeah. that's not good. Oh, yeah. So, I have your to. Your thinks you're starving. Starving, yeah, and it stores it everything, and yep. like yeah. so I have to get back into the habit of, you know, because I used to be strict, like, okay, I'm having my three meals a day. I'm eating my, eating my heaviest meal at noon, um, having a smoothie for dinner, and that's kind of, like, what kept me on track. But, yeah, I got a real, I'm going to do that to get back into that yeah that's smart that's though like work out with booze. yeah yes. i'm totally yeah, gonna yeah, that's do the one it one thing
2: i want sorry i'd like right now because the biggest thing for me was getting on a routine and my favorite workout day out of all of my workouts is sunday because we leave the studio and we go to the ghost gym at richie station which i call wakanda <laughs> <laughs> my trainer I calls heard. it the head gym but i call it wakanda because it's just beautiful black people everywhere and i great heard physical about that space. one Yes. So And then we go harder there because everybody is so focused. So I go harder and I literally do a two hour workout and then end it in the sauna. But from there, I'll go to Wegmans. I do my grocery shopping. I come home, I shower, and then I meal prep. And when I stay consistent to that, that's been the biggest thing. That routine on Sundays that's been helping me be successful. But the biggest thing that I want so bad is just to do that Sunday workouts with Bay instead of with my trainer. Like gotcha. no, Bazzi, I love you, boo. You are working me out. It is showing. But <laughs> it's perfect. Like change Sunday to Saturday with her, and let Sunday be me and Bay gym day. So I'm not mad.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's gotcha. that's the goal. And it's funny because you know, speaking of temptations. Like, I think that's the hardest thing for me. Like, sugar, right? And chocolate in the form of a man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, it's this person, right? That I've had, you know, a, a pseudo crush on for many years, many years. And, you know, we used to flirt heavy, but we've never done anything. We never dated, we never did whatever. And, of course, as I'm laying out my 2019, you know, goals, I did my vision board, all that shit. And on this year's vision board, I'm like, you know, I'm about to be real intentional as fuck. So I'm like, let me start laying out the future goals. I'm put on the husband, ring, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And the universe, again, is like, oh, bitch, you, that's what you're ready for? Okay. So, of course. Now that I'm moving in that path, like all right, this is this is exactly where I want to go. This old crush pops up. Girl. Uh, and I was like. <laughs> no, what's that meme that says that the universe will
2: give you everything you want and then temptation will come and try to distract you from it? Don't fall for that shit. Hey,
1: don't fall for that shit. <laughs> do not do I not. Listen. It, is a, it, it is a test. It is a cool test. It's a test. That
0: was And I said, <laughs> universe, you funny as fuck. Because listen. let me tell you, even probably September of last year I probably still would have fucked that nigga it wouldn't even have been a, a second it wouldn't even have been a pause it would have been like you know how long you know how long I've been waiting like I'd have hopped on that dick but <laughs> so
1: wow because it's not the first time that you've been testing it's not word. You've passed, so please continue, because that's how it <laughs> happens. That's how. That's how it be. I literally, yeah. I literally I, couldn't believe I've it. I've been tested too. I've been tested if I'm really about this life too, because I swear. <laughs> Chrissy mentioned dating again. You know, uh, <laughs> thanks to A, uh, Adrian's friend Ashley, uh, we'll drink for travel. She forced me to download Tinder. You know, I've done it. I still hate it, um. but I, I've been torn. I'm not even torn. I'm, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be 100%. I am not torn. I'm very clear about what I want. However, my flesh is tired of the bullshit. I want <laughs> to be very clear that I am way too close to t- one plus another year. Because um, <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> Girl, of I'm not, not having sex. And it's like, I'm getting tired of trying to date with purpose because you niggas mess it up every <laughs> single time. Y'all mess it up all the time. Well, no. And then I'm like, well, do I just need to go back to fucking again? Because I do that very well. Listen, and it's great. Listen,
2: Sheikah, you and me. So literally January 2nd, 2019 marked a full year of abstinence for me. I how did do it you without feel off on anyone I did it without being an angry black woman um it was hard but the way that I feel like th- so I'm going back and forth because one it's just like I've waited this long I don't want to squander it on something that's not meaningful okay. Same. But then, okay but then my body is like girl and so th- th- the way the temptation thing works while I was home, I ran into my first crush, my first boyfriend, but not legitimate boyfriend because my mama was playing with me like, you ain't old enough to date. Where you want to go? Daryl want to go what you wear. <laughs> but I was <laughs> in, in this, this area, this shopping area called the Sand Hills in South Carolina. And this dude kept looking. And so I looked back and then he walked over and it was this guy literally like from 13 years old that I had my first crush on, still fine as fuck. Um, wow. And stayed in the store with me for two and a half hours. And oh. I'm just like, Wah. but uh, okay, I'm not going to do a long distance relationship. So what's the reality of what's going to happen mm. here? An that who, who's member I used to call um, big John coffee. <laughs> <been online> since, <laughs> since No, for real since like Christmas day till now, like daily text conversation. And I'm just like, so again, about those tests But again, I I, want to stick with it. I don't, not to say that I'm putting a me too pick me kind of thing on it, but I really don't want to have sex again until I'm in a committed relationship and I'm invested in building something because the sex part is easy.
0: It is. It's extremely easy.
1: easy. The
2: vulnerability of opening up is not, and I miss that and I miss that part the most. So that's worth waiting for. And it's funny that you miss that because that is
0: like the hardest thing for me to do like and that's that is what I'm working on in therapy is and I'm reading um right now um bell hooks book about love all about Mm -hmm. love and she says in there and I laugh I'm like my therapist is gonna love this but she says like you know the hardest thing why people aren't successful in love is because they don't want to take the risk right and and pretty much it leads back to being vulnerable, like to open yourself up to somebody. No one wants to take the, the risk to do that and be successful in love. And she was saying you can't be successful. Um, and,
2: and that's a word. Right. Yeah. And listen, and, and but once you get to the other side of it, it, I posted something a little while ago that says, like when you are able to make breakdown traumas in front of a person and they accept it without judgment, like that's the most beautiful thing. So when you get to the other side of it, you know it is amazing to be able to trust a person to be able to support you and know you for who you are and everything that comes with that, yes, and accept it. But and the, so again, therapy was key for me with that too, Adrian, because again, I, I attributed my trust issues to being a Virgo and not really, you know, people got to earn it, but it mm-hmm. also was linked to some life occurrences that I didn't even realize. Mm. So, one of the biggest things for me on the romantic front in therapy starting last year was. To stop self sabotage. Because remember the dude I told you guys mm. about that was like oh, perfect. Yes. And then yeah. I turned it into something casual because it was becoming too much of what I wanted. Like he was wanting what I wanted. But I, for some reason, my dumbass was fucking it up and I had no idea why. Ding, 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 therapy. <laughs> so, oh. but one of the things that she said um, that was really key for me, because I was like, I'm not dating, I'm going on sabbatical. And she was just like, healing isn't a destination, it's a continuous process. And that's, that's, and you don't that's have the word. To wait. Yeah, she was like, you don't have to wait until you reach a certain point of something. You just need to find someone who understands that you're evolving and constantly healing and will understand that. So after that, I got on my bag and I actually actively started dating again. And that's when I went on a date with a white boy. Did I tell you guys what I'm Oh, dating? no. Oh. oh, that's a real white boy too. Jewish from Maryland. Oh. Thinks his family isn't racist. I don't know for sure. We didn't get there. <laughs> but he was my re-entry into the world. So Jewish Ben, thank you. It made me, That's and, I, and I, I intentionally went out with him, one, because I've never gone out with white boys that pursued me seriously, because one, I always thought they were like thinking like, I'm a fetish, like, let me try mm-hmm. this black girl, or they were white boys that was trying too hard to be black, and that don't turn me on, like, be Ben, be white. super white, be you, be authentically <laughs> you, um, so I never did, so part of me going out with him, even though he's really attractive and is a good candidate, but the biggest thing that prompted me to say yes to him was just really getting the opportunity to get outside of my comfort zone. So I'm dating to date because a lot of times people will say, once men kind of get the energy that you're being pursued by others, more of that energy comes
1: and that shit feels so real right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's every date. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's where my battle, because I know that I can be vulnerable with people I care about, but I tend to have a certain wall up with men and it's not that I can't be vulnerable I just won't. You know what I mean? I'm very much I'm giving you the energy you give me. It takes me a while to get there and it's it, it becomes like a battle. It's like and I think too that's why casual was very easy for me because even though, you know, I'm a Cancer and I'm emotional and all that other good shit it is very easy for me to ice people out yeah. as well. like I'm good at that. I am good at like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, this is what we're doing. And I'm not stepping outside that box. So that's easy for me when it comes to like you, you know, emotions and feelings of getting involved and you care for a person. I have to be able to say, you know, let my guard down without, reacting, you know what I mean? Or without it be being in reaction to something like, oh, we had an argument. So now I got to explain to you why I'm reacting this way. I would much rather, you know, to like, you know, be okay with letting someone in, because I do agree, like not taking the leaps and the bounds and the jumps um, won't get you anything that you're looking for. Um, You have to challenge yourself. You have to be scared. It has to, you know, move you. It has to get your nerves going. Um, because it's, especially when it's something you've never done before. So that's something I'm looking forward to getting better. At, I like it. Um, this year. And you know, you know, these things are still playing in my face and it is fine. I still let them know, <laughs> but it's not, it's so funny because I feel like dating like this, like through the apps and the online thing, it makes me less attached from it. Where, so I'm not taking it personal. um, because it'd be like, shit, I talked to you for seven hours, you know, if I don't talk to you ever again, should I be devastated about that? Am I going to go into this whole quest of what is it about me that these niggas think blah, blah? No, it's yeah. just, it is what it is. It's a part of the game. And so I'm glad I'm at that place where I'm just like, oh, well, okay, bye. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know? I, I,
0: I do... Definitely agree with the energy part in when guys think you're being pursued by someone else. Um, totally true. And I think mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I, I don't want to spend time talking about the fuck nigga R Kelly, but in watching mm-hmm. that docu series, um, Boo and I had some very serious conversations afterwards, and it got me a chance to be like, let me see if you got some fucked up ass opinions. <laughs> I need to cut you loose. But I also opened up to him about some trauma that I had experienced as a child Uh and the way he received it and the way he responded to it. I was pleasantly surprised because it was super scary in doing that. Right. Yes. That's growth Uh, Big and time.
2: <laughs> those are those walls that build real substantial relationships. Yes,
0: <laughs> So I was like, oh, my God, am I really saying this? You know how you flow out of your body sometimes? And you're like, what mm. the fuck? Like, shut the fuck up. Especially as a Sagittarius, because I just sometimes talk. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, stop. But I couldn't. And it was weird. Yeah. And I'm looking at his face like, okay, well, he's not like. But didn't
2: it feel
1: so good It after?
0: did. It did. So... That's amazing. But yeah, I I just think um, as I'm reading this book more and I had to, my therapist gave me a homework assignment on watching um, Brené Brown. She did a tech talk on vulnerability Um, Uh and I had another homework assignment since then. But this has been the themes and I laugh because I had this book from Bell Hooks on my Amazon wishlist for months, but I never ordered it and then i finally after listening to this i was like let me ask for it for christmas and i got it for christmas so i'm diving into that i still haven't read All michelle right, obama's book though
1: I'm i had both one. i gave it to my mother yeah. i need to get another one <laughs> yeah my parent my
2: family came here for thanksgiving right like right before my my well, right when my book first came and they were one in their feelings that i didn't get them copies so I got That's them awesome. copies and gave it to them for Christmas and waited to read it so we could all read it together. So we're finishing up this. We're supposed to finish it by the 25th. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I need you to send me that TED Talk if you haven't already. I felt like you sent
0: us. I might have, but this. I can always send it again. But it, it is worth watching because I've watched it several times since then. Oh, yeah, you did Yeah, that. And I think, too, like. The conversation too, like, I think I saw a meme recently and I'm, I think I'm all for this space and people are trying to be uh, healthy, emotional uh, creatures. Um, and it was like, what's the hardest for you to say? And it was like, I apologize. I need help or I love you or I'm hurting. And I know for me, like out of those choices, the the, the, bi- the first biggest one is probably I need help. And then the second one is probably mm-hmm. I'm hurting because because Ew. I don't like to dwell on things. Yeah. So I acknowledge mm-hmm. what happened to me. And this is what I've done with a lot of things in life. Thanks to therapy. I've unc- like pulled this out that this is my behavior is that I acknowledge it. I allow myself to feel it. For like I I do this still and I'm trying to break it, but I'll be like, okay, you can be angry for 30 minutes. You can be pissed for whatever. I put like a time limit on it, and when it's done, mm-hmm. pack that shit up and move the fuck on, right? Because life goes on. And so I'm trying to find a healthier way to cope. But those are probably my two. No, no,
2: not cope. Yes, heal.
0: Because
2: that's the difference. Cause we've been coping yes. and that's why it's push it mm-hmm. down, get over it, don't focus. But healing it truly is looking it dead in its face and then taking the necessary steps to be able to really move past it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm definitely going to sit
1: know. in the hurt. I I sit in it. Like, yeah. I might isolate myself and just be in here wall sliding all through this motherfucker. I, and, you know, one of the, my favorite things is to cry in the shower. But, yeah, I, I realized, because I didn't think I did. I was a push. A push down person until, but I also became the explosive person. Mm. So it's like once I'm triggered enough and I have reached a point of it can't go down anymore, I then react and then I look like, oh, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because We were just talking about pancakes and here. You are flying off the handle. And it's like, okay, I didn't want to be, you know, like I couldn't be that explosive person anymore. Mm -hmm. So my alternative was to just sit in it. It's me more so sharing with others that I am hurt. I would just like vanish for a little bit. And, you know, most of the time, if you don't hear from me, I'm probably, you know, sitting in some shit. And that's just you know, who I am right now. Um, again, like I was telling y'all before I switched my insurance, I got, look, we got back (laughs) from Amsterdam, right? It's open season was ending. So, um, I'll be looking for another therapist. I have a couple of candidates, um, just to go somewhere else so that I can work on those things because that's something, despite you know, whatever's going on dating or romantically, I'm not, I have not given up on myself as you and shouldn't stop doing the work oh, exactly. Baby. And that's what I think everybody should know like, no matter like this shit, life shit gets rough, yeah. it's never going to be without a rough patch, it's never going to be super easy. No matter what you get, there's always something that's going to possibly bother us i just want to make sure i have all the correct tools and that i'm moving through my issues and like becoming a better person in the process because i do believe i'm very self-aware but i'm to the point where i get irritated where people are extensively especially with bad qualities like well that's just who i am
0: it's like yeah i hate that
1: that's not and it's not fucking cute And you don't have to be that just because that's who you are. No, self-awareness. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. And then one, also being able to be accountable for your shit and own it. And that's a big thing. Not just saying that's just the way I am. And for me, just um, I'm indifferent. I feel like emotions are weakness. So mm-hmm. I'm having to change that thought of feeling like it's okay to have an emotional reaction to something or it's okay to have sympathy for people who are sensitive mm-hmm. and emotional. Uh-huh. Um, so that's one of the things that I am working through. And there was another point I was trying to, I was holding on to that. I forgot. Um, oh, that, um, you know. I want people to realize that therapy is healthy for everyone. You don't have yes. to have dramatic or traumatizing yes. life experiences to feel like you need a therapist. Some days I go in there and I talk to her and we forget about my deep shit and we just talk about the white bitches at that work that's getting on my nerves. Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> that it's healthy period to have an unbiased person to talk to, to help you walk through and process things, even if it's something as simple as a workplace frustration. So I posted a little while ago on my social media, but I'll repost after I promote this episode um, therapy resources for both black men, Mm -hmm. And for black women, Um, because, again, we one of my big sisters um, is a healer and a counselor, and she's doing some really important and, and, and really great work. And she did a TED talk about the dynamics of the relationship between she and her mother. Um, and now she's doing a training course for it to kind of help women rebuild their relationships with their moms. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. But it, it uh, one of the things that she said was something around the fact like we are the generation that are healing the traumas of our families. We yes. are the daughters that are saving. Our Ooh, loved- and-
0: listen, listen, um, listen, Linda, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. listen. Uh But when she
2: said that, I was just like, listen, whatever I can do to support you in this, because again, it's important and valuable work. And there are so many traumas and so many things that have been decided for us as a community, just because of the circumstances of us being in this country. And then the R. Kelly story and how people respond to that, Uh you know, it goes even further. Why for generations Mm -hmm. and generations, Black people have been protecting these predators oftentimes because they're in the family and that leads to a continued cycle. So I think it's really important that we're talking at every opportunity we can about reversing that. Yeah, and
0: two change. things. Yeah, two projects. things when you said that. <laughs> The first thing was, mm-hmm. you know, another resource too. I got to shout her out, Dr. Joy from Therapy for Black Girls. Yes. She does amazing work. That's what she's... I've been using.
2: Oh,
1: that was the
0: resource? Oh, that was okay. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's so and amazing. that's who I've been using her yeah,
1: website. Yeah, her website is,
0: um, it's funny because my my therapist is actually on there. That's not how I found her, but she's on there as well. So it's really great Uh, resource if you're looking for therapy. And also the other thing was, it was another... Um, it was another um, meme I saw back to that like generational trauma shit, and it was saying like, um, "Pain travels through family lines until someone is ready to heal it in themselves." By going through the agony of healing, you no longer pass the poison chalice onto generations that follow. It is incredibly important and sacred work. And let me tell you, you just said earlier, you went to therapy with your family. I too have gone um, to therapy with my mom. I would like to do that on the other side with my dad and siblings, et cetera. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it allowed me to see my mom it allowed me to see the things that shaped my mom to make her who she was, right? It gave me another lens mm-hmm. in which to look at my mom. And not to look at her as my mom, but to look at her as a woman. As a person. Yes. And so often we just get this, like, that's my mama, right? <laughs> but it allowed me to look at her like, damn... Like, damn, like, and, I, and that was the thing. And it was yeah. uncomfortable because at the time she was still living with me. So we're going to therapy together, then have to get in a car together and then have to drive home. Right.
2: That's heavy. Like, yeah.
0: like yeah. my head would be like yeah, hurting be when I leave. Like, oh, my God, now I got to go home. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the important thing in that, too, is being able to be in a space where you can clearly and directly express some things to your mother without it seem like it's disrespectful. Yes. Yeah. Because that was the biggest thing for me, being honest with my mom, but having an unbiased person there to really call her out. Because a lot of things like there's a defensiveness with even the most simple of things that doesn't have to be there because it's not an attack against her. It's just me stating how I feel or how I view something. So that was the biggest thing for me. And then to understanding her and then realizing that and having to be okay with, there are some things that I may not be able to go through on this journey with with my mom. But I have to understand that she has her own work to do and it's up to her whether she does it or not. But I can still move forward in the work for me understanding and knowing.
0: Yeah, and I th- I, 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 do think that was such a critical thing in the progression of especially where we were transitioning to what was happening in our relationship. And that that shit that just gets passed on because I did this to you because it was done to me and not even realizing mm-hmm. it, that's just mm-hmm. deep it really is and so i I do appreciate all of this like i know sometimes like i joke on like i hate those those trigger buzzwords you know everyone's on the self-care and whatever the fucking word is of the moment um so those kind of make me laugh but i do appreciate the people who are really in it and trying to do the work for themselves to heal themselves and yeah all more of that in 2019 so yeah
2: like if it has to be a trendy word for the mother yeah you know, it,
0: you know i'm all about that too but it just makes me laugh because everything is, <laughs> it is so, it's and it's everything. and the crazy thing is too everything. i think the other thing that bothers me about all of that space is that it's prime I, I want more black people to get coin off of it, off of it. because yeah, i just it. feel like these white women have co-opted this shit and they are getting fucking filthy.
2: Off of what they stole yeah, from Yeah, and so again. it's like,
0: when I see the Christina's of Om Noir and Tracy G and all of those people, like, come on, get this coin. Who yes, Nikki.
2: Mm. Um, was it Nikki Yeah, Rose? like, I was only, I'm Nikki. so
0: excited about them moving into that space to get it because it's valuable and yes. I'm more inclined to, yes, to Support connect us. with somebody who looks like me. So, gotcha. Yeah. All right, I got a random question. I'm totally going to flip the script because we got real heavy, and I, I, I never plan for this shit when we do we this. Didn't <laughs> it. We <did> not. <laughs> so, my question is who's going to drop an album first? Beyonce or Rihanna? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Um,
2: you know what? I wanted to be Rihanna, but Rihanna is also about to drop y'all some shade so that right. her motives right now. <laughs> but Beyoncé actually had album title rights and stuff purchased like right when the On the Run tour first launched. So, ain't no surprise. You know, I don't know how far ahead in the game she plans, but we know she's strategic. So, ain't no telling when it's coming, but she's already preparing. Mm yeah you know
1: i thought i thought fenty music me, yeah funny. i'm like
2: where the fuck is well, the fenty she, music she, 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 like i think it might be now but yeah she yeah she she is she's trolling to us. us like fuck and getting a good laugh out of it because people really you know, dig that every time <laughs>
1: yes. Look, adrian adrian <laughs> sends me a dm because i'd be in the bed nine times out of ten when rihanna's trolling everybody on instagram and i wake up and i'm like damn it I, I love that, that she literally made sure laugh. that we
0: see that she's in a studio and then she mutes that no shit. Problem, you know? But she's dancing and singing along. I'm like, you bitch.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> I would trying to read her lips like maybe if I could get a fucking lyric. God damn it, Rihanna. Now she's really playing, but you know what? I want her to get all, all her buckets. You know, I I'm feeling now that she might. She might fuck with us in the spring. Like I feel like Rihanna may not be fucking with us in so the
0: springtime. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I do think but I don't know if she will want to do promo in. The I don't springtime. know. Like, don't but know. the album is definitely gonna drop before Crop Over because she normally goes to. Yeah, she has to. so I know it's gonna come maybe in the summer. I don't know. I was holding maybe. out for January because mm-hmm. Anti dropped in January, but I don't know. Beyonce, on the other hand. That bitch can only tour in stadiums now, so she's gonna have a tour in the summer.
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she's, nah. not playing.
0: she's not playing,
1: which I'm not. I'm not mad at. Y'all know her, she um,
2: the text yeah, time. so her uh,
1: Beyonce's is probably gonna come right.
0: sooner, actually.
1: Right, I think she's definitely gonna come before, but it's fine. It's fine, you know. What Rihanna has been doing, whatever she wants to do, uh, Beyonce as well. You know, I'm just going to let them do their thing. And it's so funny because I tweeted something. I was in um, New Jersey and the uh, Calvin Harris video came on. And it's so funny because I was so fucking excited to see like Rihanna in the music video. I was like, you know, you know, this isn't new. Why are you so fucking happy? And I was like, I just am waiting. So I put it on Instagram and a lot of people was like impatiently
0: <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> like, come Say, on. But
1: I cannot let her know this because she will fuck around and get make us wait for another six weeks, like and
0: one okay. of those um one of those fan accounts on Twitter, I don't it wasn't the one that snapped that caught, caught the picture of her wearing the Fenty sunglasses. It was one oh it was another one, but they saw all of the oh, trademarks that. that she has applied for. Yes,
2: yeah, I applied for. And those shades are going to be lit, and I'm going to buy. Oh, live. my God. I didn't even
0: know yeah. about
1: that. The ones
2: that you she know, has. I've been
0: like, off the internet a
1: lot.
2: Yeah. And I wonder if that's why she, because I also saw something about her suing her dad because he was using the new oh, for business I saw purposes, that. And, I saw purposes that. and property. I saw that. But I wonder if it was because he was replicating. Yeah. So when,
0: you, when, when I read, the yeah, I read was. the I was doing, like talent. he was, like, using her, too. It was, like, an entertainment management company.
1: Yeah, so it's yeah. like her name that she made it. They thinking that they'll they'll be affiliated
0: with Rihanna in some way, Sounds right? But still,
1: she look, she Rihanna's oh, yeah, not out here playing I'm with her fucking daddy for the she's fuck. Like, shit seventy five million
0: dollars uh, and get the fuck on.
1: <laughs> and I still take a picture with you when I come to Barbados in the summer. Fucking so quit playing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, right?
0: If she in really does name. drop all the stuff that's on that trademark, like goddamn bitch.
2: But do you know what? Rihanna is setting her and Majesty and Majesty's children Yeah, yes. life. And I'm not yep. mad at her. I mean, she has the greatest mentee to be able to help her do that. Yeah. So,
0: listen, yes.
2: get your coin. Get your coin, because we know this she's business. definitely she
1: moving smart. Yeah, this
2: it shit is. is
0: pickle. I can exactly. see her being like, alright, I'll give y'all R9 and R10 will be it. And I'm gonna do... <laughs> and she's only 30. I mean, because it's been, what? It's it, been, it's what, I three dropped years? has Mm-hmm. Like
1: she can, if her next album is as fire as Anti, she can let that shit ride yeah, for and another I think, three
0: years it's still all you know, our I money. No, I think she was way. smart because I've always said this. When she first came out, I thought she was gonna be a one-hit wonder. So when she was first came out, them albums, she did three albums in uh, like a DMX in like eighteen months. She
1: did out. an album yeah, so every year. year. Those seven. first five
0: or six albums were bam, 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 bam. <laughs>
2: But yeah, yeah. that changed the contract up she knew again somebody was mentoring her the right way so she could do the music she wanted yep. to do and create the mm-hmm. image she wanted and the minute Umbrella dropped and she took over her own social media and she was allowed
0: that's to when, show her that's when I hopped memory. on board like oh I yep. fuck with this bitch
1: <laughs> yeah I think Umbrella is when it really got it cause after Umbrella I, like, I, I do feel like I was at a Rihanna concert like every year for real for real like I had saw yeah back those to albums back. Um, because she was shooting. And then when I was at the concerts, I was like, the latest, the last one I went to may have been loud in Baltimore. Is that the one mm-hmm. J. Cole opened up for, whatever. And I had to leave early. Like mama had we a lot of songs. Me. No, but it's just because she had that much songs. We were in that bitch for a long time. And it was just like, I didn't realize in that moment. Her catalog it, like, is lengthy. Together. How fucking yeah. Yeah. big her catalog is, and that was what forty five years ago. If she's doing again, I'm going I to be. Go. I think movie. you'll I enjoy it. Go. I
0: saw now three times, and I mean, I'll say, mm-hmm. you know, like I say, you ain't getting no. I don't expect the Beyonce production from anyone else, right? No, I not go
2: in, and get but like, but and to, to
0: see said, her growth I mean, I over it. those three tours that I saw, anti was, yeah. I was proud of her. Like, and I did not and you and the person i went with it was their first rihanna concert and they were like you know what i was pleasantly surprised and i was like see like you you forget how many songs she has and you have a good ass time Mm -hmm. like fuck i forgot about that but what i will say is like i also the one thing i do appreciate about both beyonce and rihanna now (laughs) they both have reached this Level and I don't think anyone else is really there with them talking about the female side of the business. No one else is there with them that they have people sitting here like, when the fuck is your shit dropping, right? And that's they're not going to do no promotion. That shit's just going mm-hmm. to come the fuck out when it comes the fuck out. And I can't think of even though Beyonce changed the game with that Beyonce secret drop, and now music come out whatever oh, wow. fucking day you want.
1: Yeah, like
0: so wild.
1: It's insane.
0: And so the two of them, I I can't think of anybody else who is... And and the other thing I think is interesting too is that they did it in different ways. Beyonce's was totally through her Mm -hmm. showmanship, her shows, her music. Whereas Rihanna's was like my persona, like who I am. Like that's how Mm -hmm. she built her stuff. But they both got the same results in, in some... (laughs) <laughs> but they took two different paths yeah, but they absolutely. have almost the same results and so i'm i'm excited i i i am curious to see what beyonce does next
1: me, me too me too she like,
0: t- that shit somehow her, i don't know how but she will i was gonna
1: say she always say she pops will. it oh, she
2: she does her her ultimate competition is yes, always like how? herself her goal is always to tell how do I top me and, and after Ch- uh, Beachella. <laughs> sorry, Donica. After
1: Beachella, she she, she, she yeah, got a lot of work to do, yeah. And it's always something that I don't expect, so I will say she she's is like that
0: I way. wasn't interested in seeing on the run if she had taken that Coachella show on the road. <laughs> well,
1: that was pretty much what you got. Yeah, I was gonna, gonna say, nine I nine think nine that 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 that's, that's what you need. No, I going. just I didn't yeah. want Jay
0: Z, I, I just. <laughs> Right, right. No, this, no, this
2: one was much better. That's than what the somebody first else said. A lot of that has to do with the dynamics of their relationship. That but, were definitely. But I laugh
0: evident. because on the those Beyonce fan because I follow all the Rihanna fan. Well, I don't follow them, but I post, I search them enough for my weekly Friday Rihanna post that the Beyonce ones show mm-hmm. up on my explore page, and they always have. And I hop down that rabbit hole at least once a week. Ugh, I hate that I waste time like that, but um. Yeah. I'm scrolling and they always do these comparisons and you can tell when you look back (laughs) at the on the run, the first one, the clips, they were not feeling each other. Mm -hmm.
1: I was about to say, now that I think back, because I went, I was like, yeah, they probably definitely. You could tell. That
0: oh,
1: yeah. was definitely you coming on this tour with me so your ass won't cheat,
2: so I can keep eyes on you, but yeah, shit you still could ain't tell, good. Like, How? Right.
0: Like,
2: Yes, shit. she was visibly like. Yes, his affection that was the was clip.
0: It was it. one of the yeah. ones yeah. when she's mm-hmm. coming out, and they first came out, and they were showing this side by side, and she's in that black with the mesh. And I was like, shit, she's not oh, fucking with yeah. it. Right. <laughs> It was very evident and very clear when you see the side by sides. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they look like they had a
1: grand old time on this one. Yeah,
2: but they both gave fucking life on the on the run tour too. Like, well, obviously, life, but it was worth it. It was, but both experiences were completely different experiences. The only too. thing
0: about on the I've run too, that kind of videos, pissed me so off, is like because it. everyone shared it on Instagram. It seemed like it got better as it yeah. went on. So the people who at the end of the tour got better they shows did. than the people in Europe. Yeah.
2: Yes. Well, Europe was like that because strategically, they're still over there listening to old R&B. So they want the old stuff and really don't give a fuck about the new. So as soon as Ah. they hit North America, they started doing more of um, Everything is Love. Uh But they did roll it because I don't think they ever prepared. I don't think they planned to record that album. Um, I think it was something they were like, fuck it, let's actually do it. Because they rented out the studios in the stadium at uh, Stade de France. To actually record the album and did it like in a matter of a week running back from sweet to suite while they were touring in Europe. Yeah. Um, so I think that they were just like, fuck it, let's just add it in. And so because they were progressing through the tour, it gave them an opportunity to create choreography, create sets and visuals for it, which is why as it went later and later, they gave more of the full album. Which is kind of dope, but sucks if you went late. Because, like, my friends in South Carolina got almost all of everything is love. But, of course. Yeah, that's the thing. Because
0: I was, there. like, I remember the one people went wow. here, like, they were just doing, like, ape shit. But then some people got nice. Some people got black effect. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. I I would be also curious to see if they put out footage from this one. Because it looks like a nice show. Yeah, Netflix was
2: doing stuff So, I don't know what. Because I know they were competing for HBO for whatever her next project is. So maybe Netflix will be popping up with something well, in a little yeah. bit.
0: Um, and then I just want to close this out with motherfucking Cardi B, yo. Okay. Yeah. So um, the money video. Let me tell you, money? Listed? I just watched all of what that. that video? Video? Like Why would
1: you 30, 30, do 30,
2: 30, 30 Y'all, And I chose to watch that video in CBS in public while I was waiting around. <laughs> I'm watching it after, after it. this. And I, I immediately had to... I was like, all of this ass. I can't even hear the song, and I know what all the ass, is. Is.
0: <laughs> but i hear hearing no music. All it is, all it is. <laughs> I still root for her. I, I'm not gonna stop rooting for Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Um, she's so fucking real, and I think that's how people connect to her too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, that's today it. her
1: with <laughs> pants. Lord, that's gonna be out. My pussy <laughs> can't breathe. It, I, like real sis like, I get it. What you know, made me like, really
0: laugh at that was that it was a sponsored post. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: and because <it laughs> you like, listen, these <laughs> pants might be yeast infection pants, <laughs> but they don't <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and that's the thing. I think Cardi kind of did the she Rihanna in a totally did. different way as well. But it was her, it was her persona because mm-hmm. even before she was on Love and Hip Hop, I had started following her because a party promoter that I know was always reposted stuff and i was like who is this uh, yeah. stripper because she was hilarious like if you think she don't have no cut cards now before she was like having an image that bitch had right. no cut cards so she was hilarious so when she went on love and hip-hop i was like okay i can't wait to see but her th- like her storyline yeah. was weak as fuck um but i'm glad that she she did it just for the visibility well, I she and needed to teach a master class in that shit because yeah listen but and then i want to continuously see her win because she's the exact person that america doesn't want to win and all of these uppity blacks that want to be the t- talented tent don't want and that's why i stand for her be yourself be unapologetic own your flaws oh. and still win because hard right. work at the end it of the claps day Claps for that fucking
0: win. shit because she you can't hate on her she like you can't so hate on her good. i can let you say you don't like her but you can't hate on that bitch
1: yes
2: she no. got it out of the mud and honest like did the
1: work no dead ass. and she and i also dead like dead
0: that dead. she's not ashamed of where she her past right like she's like look i'm gonna do um, a video and i'm gonna let y'all know i was a stripper but that shit gonna be classy and fly as fuck because the money video was yeah. fire
1: and you know what's funny it's because like i listened to um like joe Biden podcasts and stuff like that and you know they said like cardi wasn't even like the best stripper in there but her personality even then got her paid. It was like, you know, Cardi mm-hmm. wasn't, like, super, you know, extra skilled on the pole, but no, no. But she, she showed was us in this, yeah. into them. Exactly, but in this money video, though, I cannot deny that she fucking she murdered was- that shit. Yes. She was fine. And, 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 her and, that's, and that's, just, that's part of the reason why Nikki's upset, because her <laughs> energy did not and, then this is the thing.
2: and it's not just the assets. Like, Nikki came into the game on a complete and yeah. utter gimmick. Because during... Mix, yeah. Mixtape, mix Nikki was trying to be who Cardi was. Yeah. Black hair, pink underlay, double bras to make it look like she got some boobs when she was sucking Gucci Mane dick and ain't had no ass. That's yeah. she wanted
0: yeah. to be Cardi. And the thing, too, is, like, when, when Nikki she, yeah. now, like, she dropped that Good Form video at the same time Money dropped. And even though it just still didn't work. Like, even though it was ass, I watched like a portion of it as much as I could stomach. But somehow like, Mm -hmm. you know, they had on about the same amount of clothes, but for some reason it just didn't work.
2: And listen, and if yeah. Nikki put as much energy into really trying to rebuild her image instead of trying to diss everybody new that's coming in the game, like don't focus on other people, focus on yourself. She would be so much further. Like somebody had made a point when the whole back and forth between them was really going down on social media and was like, Nikki, you have been in the game too long. You calling everybody your sons, but like, where is your yeah. Where is your Ivy Park? Like you haven't done shit to really establish yourself outside of deals that brand new rappers in the game right now are turning down. Like, why are you having to compete with a Cardi or a whatever doll or whoever wow. for a verse or something when you've literally been the longest standing person consecutively in the game? You ain't got shit to speak for yourself unless you just ain't announcing it. But my thoughts are probably that she didn't. She thought this shit was going to come forever. She wasn't going to have no yeah. competition and she wasn't strategic about this. But at least this new man is shutting her up on social media. I don't follow her. I just haven't seen her on the shade. <laughs> I on the
1: don't Instagram follow that, her so. either, but... Yeah, I mean, I was following her, but I think I followed her a while ago. Um, which is probably why but again, like you said, it's been kinda quiet. Like I heard about that guy she was dating, but then after that I haven't heard anything. But I just want like listen, I there can be a Nikki, there can be a Cardi. Nikki just has a problem. I just, you know, like she has a I problem. I do want
0: someone in Nikki's camp though to tell her chill on the surgery.
1: Yeah, It has to fucking stop because in a minute, like, we see, you know, I love her to death, but, you know, Kimberly. She's going that route. (laughs) She started to look like, you know, like an Asian cat, like a Siamese cat. It was starting to get scary. And then it's just like these doctors, even though they do, because like I just saw a clip and I think it was the doctors from Botched. Um, they were talking about BBL surgery and they was like, yeah, they like to say that that shit is safe, but it's not because it's so close to your spine mm. that, you know, either even if it's just fat transfer, it can cause damage. Like, so chill out with your body. You look fucking crazy. I just really wish they would not let her get her yeah. ass any bigger. Like, she has, has to, to stop. No, um, she has to, and like we don't know if this if she started with like you know uh, a hotel. saline, yeah, and then went to the to the BBLs because I I watch a family. Uh, well, I don't watch them as that often, but they have a family vault. and the mom has been sick off and on for years. She got breast implants when she was like nineteen. Nine years later, it has been toxic, like poisoning mm-hmm. her body. Mm-hmm. And so she's gonna have to like get her breath and like the scar capsule that forms around the implant like taken out because like her white blood count cells were getting low. Like she was just always sickly, and it's crazy because like people in the comments were always like, "Oh, you're hypochondriac," da 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 da. But like it's from surgery, so people in general just have to chill with putting fucking shit in your body and being so quick to go on a knife because. Any type of surgery, you're not guaranteed to come out of. Like, you got to think longer, hard about that. Shit is mm-hmm. scary, and there's and too, it's- many so many. Like, too many, so many, like way too many. Your
2: best version of you. I'm just ready for real bodies to come. So in. many, yeah. Maybe these bitches are gonna get realistic and stop. Because, like, there's even after all of the stories out there about people dying in the wrist, people still running and doing it. And even like certified surgeons here in the U.S. But I like I know a girl that like put her life in jeopardy to go to DR. Only had enough money for the surgery. Didn't have enough time oh, for God. the full recovery stay That she needed. Wow, didn't no. have the because that shit requires maintenance too. Like when she told me the shit that she had to do for a full year after, and I was like, no shade to you, like if this is what you wanted and it makes you happy, okay. But the cost of it just doesn't seem yeah. worth it to me. Like mm-hmm. you and you literally put yourself at risk. Like thank God she said her sister in law was a nurse. So she was able to, like, remove her drains and check shit. But you really literally put yourself at risk because you went to cheap ass out of the country and then still couldn't even really afford mm. that. Yeah. I mean, what does it do for you? Because I'm like, what are you planning on doing? Like, you going to quit your good job and become a bottle girl or some shit? Because otherwise, how is this an investment? That's a to get a shame.
0: That's a shame. Right. Well, ladies you did oh, no we yeah. can't we came back to the serious <laughs> <tone> <laughs> no, because, this episode Cause, you
1: know, yeah because <laughs> even aside from White that heads, black, heads. we got to look out for each other because just yeah. black women in general like you know i'm seeing way way too many horror stories of like pregnant women dying you know shit like that because listen, doctors
2: uh, do doc not listen no. to yeah. the reporter
1: yeah, like Listen. we cannot, you don't. And so stop doing shit to your body that you don't necessarily have. Because my biggest question, know? my biggest I mean, question got,
0: uh, is always like this is the trend right now. It's hot right now. What happens in 10 years when you yeah, have to maintain this? Days. You have to pay for upkeep.
2: Exactly. And those yeah. in the industry got it to do it, but these everyday Becky's that's financing, yeah the and stuff, that ain't going to be the case. And then, totally separate from plastic surgery and stuff like that, but just there's so much shit out there that is put out to keep us dependent and, and and cause other issues for us. Like, so my weight loss, besides the vanity of it all and just wanting my waist back and wanting to look good, the biggest motivation for me was seeing people I know die early. Like, one of my classmates, my high school classmates, I just found out from Facebook today passed away, and his. 30s, he's maybe a couple years older than me, so not even 40 yet, um, from a heart attack. and But that was the motivation for me last year to be like, you know what, Chrissy, you got to get for real about this weight loss shit. I lost my cousin before her 35th birthday completely unexpectedly. And I was like, that can't be my life. And then being put on a blood pressure medicine that my dad was on, and I was like, this medication... The side effects of it are worse than what I'm dealing with right now. So my sole motivation was to and get off of it. here you go, 58 medicine.
0: pounds. Let's and so go. I, if,
2: listen, pounds, let's and, go. I, and then yeah. my latest appointment with my doctor, besides this bullshit that happened today, but my latest update with my doctor was, I think we can take you off of this because of the yes. progress. That you made. If you continue yes. this, she's taking me down to half a pill. And then my next follow-up in about two weeks, I might be off of it. But I was able to do that in, what, eight, nine months? of just really being dedicated and doing the work because I didn't want to be dependent on a medication that would have me in my sixties needing five other medications because that's that's how they make that money is set up. Listen, and I didn't want to be the one. So let me heal myself. And that was the biggest motivator for me. And so I'm just like, I I know I'll still be disciplined enough after I come off of the medicine to keep up the work because the results will be what motivates me then. But that really kicked my ass in the drive. Like, all these years of me, like, I'm getting fat. How did I get this fat? How did I do that? And nobody telling me and saying shit. Um, but it that was really the thing that scared me back into the Well, that was
0: real. a real-ass way to end. Yeah. And it was motivational for me as fuck because, yeah, uh, I'm going to get that shit together, y'all. Yeah. I told you I'm going to be Sheila from Why Did I Get okay. Married.
2: <laughs> Listen, and I that's why I always said I wanted my... um. My share of Joe, so I know that he likes oh, me. Oh yes, me. yes, yes, yes. Don't just come be superficial. Pull that stuff together.
0: So, I'm with it. Know? Well,
2: thanks, ladies. No, thank you. Yes. And we, our next episode has to be actso- like absolutely ridiculous. We're
0: gonna play a ratchet ass yeah, yeah. game, right? It's gonna okay. be just ratchet because we got real. We got real heavy on y'all.
2: <laughs> all the amazing things that are coming in this year for all of us, like 2019. And I'm not one of those people that say it is like every year gonna be my year, and then it don't be. Like, no, but I really, we talked about this on, I think, the last call that we had. But I really have a feeling about this year. And a lot of it comes from the work that we've been doing and what we've been preparing ourselves for. So I know 2019 is about to be amazing.
0: Yeah. I echo all of those sentiments. All right, ladies.
2: Till next
1: time. Bye, ladies. Absolutely. Good night. Good night.
0: All right, guys, I want to thank Chrissy and Sheikah again for coming on the podcast. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you are on the fence about therapy or seeking the healing that you need, I hope this episode was the nudge that you needed to go in the right direction and to get in the therapist chair. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or any app that you listen to your favorite podcasts on. Don't forget to leave a review too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. So follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. And don't make those pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope ass week. We're ready for season five. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Until next time.